Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Cruise FM presents The Locker Room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. Brought to you by Always Plumbing and Heating. Thinking about a new furnace? Get a free quote at alwaysplumbing.ca. You gotta come on. Boom, 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 boom. Bang, 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 bang. Here we go. Another day of uh, getting lucky with the locker yeah. room. It's a scavenger hunt. We hit a box of lucky charms somewhere in the city. We'll start giving away clues at 6.30. There's a video clue coming down the pipe, mm-hmm. too. I recorded a quick little video when we hid the, the box of cereal this morning. So that'll be released. But nothing. I just I just laugh every time you say cereal. Yeah, right. you say it wrong every time. I'm 50. 52, aren't you? Yeah, I'm 52. <laughs> <laughs> Three, it's I can't not going to change. <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah, so listen for that. We also have an announcement just after 7 this morning, um, and we're going to throw the tickets from the announcement into the prize pack, which also includes 50 bucks off at Town Square Brewing, also uh, $95 worth of scratching wins. And we'll let you keep the, the lucky chart. Oh, we'll let you keep Peter's lucky charms. <laughs> Still not annoying yet, eh? Not oh, all. it's been no, annoying no. since no. we, did. we came our, up with the idea. And then you get to this tickle his Blarney Stone. I'll tickle his Blarney Stone. Yeah. All right, yeah. Anyway, um, we'll do that today, and then we got another one tomorrow. We're not doing one on Thursday, because, well, we'll all be drunk. <laughs> the locker room topic of the day. Sketchiest place you've had to use a bathroom. I had to use a, uh, a crapper in Havana. Havana, oh yeah. Yeah, when we were in Cuba, yeah. we took a bus tour from the resort into Havana one day, and you go and you see all the old mm-hmm. cars and everything, and I just remember saying to the like the tour guide, I like I got to use the <laughs> use the bathroom the facilities and he's like Oof. <laughs> even he was like oh, but who i don't know <laughs> and he sort of pointed in a direction and you walk you're i was walking towards it and I remember i don't really remember the the vicinity or like the the what i had to do yeah it wasn't traumatizing it was the the people are just sitting around <laughs> where you're going right, right? yeah like there's just they're all just like hanging out loitering <laughs> You got, like, nothing to do, so they're just hanging around Watching the public you. bathroom. Yeah. Um, Henrik said, trapped without the fob, uh, the key fob, at five in the morning in my ex's condo lobby after sending her off in an airport taxi. So he walked her out, got her in a taxi. She left. He realized he didn't have the, the, the swipe to get back into her condo. I was wearing a pair of sweats. I had a belly full of coffee. Nobody would let me in because they thought I was homeless. Recycle <laughs> box was utilized just out of camera view. Worst morning ever. <laughs> I like that one. I've never actually taken a dump into a blue box before, but it's on my bucket list. The locker room topic of the day. Sketchiest place you've had to use the facilities. Grumpy Barry said um, the worst bathroom he's ever seen was in Haiti. 
he took a crew down there to work and the boys got into some of the local food and then oh, yeah. uh, got some upset stomachs from it. Um, the mangoes apparently all gave him some bad stomachs. And he said the bathroom was a toilet and a little room with nothing underneath. So you were like pooing like from four feet up high and it was falling. <laughs> and they had used that bathroom for months while they were there working. Yeah. Yeah. Again, like we've said this out loud a couple of times. We're very lucky. Well, and then there are some local ones, though, that have come in. Yeah. Um, okay. The roadside one south of Edmonton on Highway 2 by the white trailer ice cream snack trailer. I've been there, yeah. Have you been there? <laughs> and then uh, <laughs> Highway 63 up to Fort Mac. Yeah. Um, there's some sketchy toilets up there, I guess. Grasslands or whatever it <laughs> yeah. is. Yeah. Yeah. There's definitely... There's some issues in, in our own, but yeah. at least you get a toilet. You're not squatting over a hole. <laughs> You're crouching over a bucket. Right? <laughs> the locker room topic of the day. Sketchiest place you've had to use a bathroom is the discussion this morning. I was thinking about this last night for myself, and I'll start. I am not a very well-traveled man, but I have <laughs> had the pleasure of traveling a couple of places. And I got to say, it wasn't. The bathroom was fine, but one of the more bothersome bathroom experiences I had was in Hungary when we were there uh, at Christmas time. Okay. Because some places have like an attendant and you got to pay to use the bathroom. Yes. That's a European thing. Yeah. I, I just, I felt that really just odd that there's this. Older woman just sitting there taking your money so that you can, and then she hands you like a wad of toilet paper so you can go in and do your business, right? But just, it felt awkward. Yeah, I remember driving across Europe and like in Germany, like go to a roadside bathroom and yeah, you pay your money and then go through the turnstile. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Really weird. But it keeps it clean, keeps it nice. I guess so. Yeah. I, I think that's probably how they keep the riffraff. Yeah. Because you're probably less likely to go in there and do something weird if you had to pay for it. Mm -hmm. Right? So we'll start there. I don't know. I need to prepare myself for the Jimmy one here because Jimmy will have some weird story. Sketchiest place you go into the bathroom? Yeah. Yeah. All yeah. right. So we'll get to that next. <laughs> the locker room topic of the day. The sketchiest place you had to go to the bathroom. Jimmy, you're up. I was in, it was an old hotel in the Maritimes. I can't even remember which city it was. But it was one of those ones where you have the room where it's just a bed and a table. And you have a community bathroom. Oh, and yeah. And yeah. even the stall doesn't have a door on it. So you go in there, and there's no lock. So people can come in and out. And, it's, there's, a, and there's no shower. It's a tub. So anybody could walk in, like you just put a sign on the door that says, dude, I can see you that. know, yeah, that yeah. is awkward when you're climbing out of a, one of those clawfoot tubs and, and some lady starts walking in. <laughs> I would never want to walk in on you in the bathroom either. No. The pulley system and everything no. else. Yes. It's, that just, would be yeah, But it was, it was me and a bunch of midgets, so we all Why were you used... all in the same bathroom? No, no. I was on <laughs> tour with a bunch of midgets. you into the bathroom where there's just a bunch of midgets in there? <laughs> Farmer Pete was giving a tutorial <laughs> <laughs> on the police. <laughs> the locker room topic of the day. Sketchiest place you've had to use a bathroom. What's your name? It's Brent. Downtown Houston, Texas. The reason why is it's like a little gas station... But uh, ate too many chimichangas with the boys the night before. 
Went to go use the washroom. I get in there, and I was like, hey, where's the bathroom? He said, yeah, just around the corner. He's like, you're going to need this. It's five bucks. I says, what's five bucks? He handed me a roll of toilet paper, went around the corner. I walked back into the service station. I was like, dude, there's no door in the bathroom. He's like, I know, right? I was like, it's not a good day, but I'm in a situation, so here we are. So I sat on there, and uh, I stared at the 610 loop there in Houston, Texas, while uh, everybody got to hear about the chimichanga. <laughs> Get lucky with the locker room. Scavenger hunt. This morning, Jimmy and I drove to a location here in Edmonton. We hid a box of... Lucky Charms. Yeah. You need to find the box. There's a, a code phrase on it. Call the radio station back with the phrase and you'll win. What do you win, Grant Johnson? You're going to win yourself a gift card to Town Square Brewing. Get yourself some delicious beer. Uh, you're going to win $95 worth of scratch tickets. Nice. Could become a millionaire. And then uh, tickets to an event. That we, we, that we haven't announced yet. Yeah, we haven't announced it yet. It's coming up at uh, 7, so we're throwing the, those tickets, the announced yeah. tickets, into the prize pack today. Good okay? tickets, though. Yeah. So here's the first clue. Peter the Leprechaun has a big pot. This is the park where he'd fill it with more than just thoughts. All right, so one more time. Peter the Leprechaun has a big pot. This is the park where he'd fill it with more than just thoughts. We'll have another clue at 7.30, but there's a bonus video clue on Jimmy's TikTok. The tag? Uh, James P. White Zero. Ah, P is you gotta Peter. get the ah. Uh, how do you spell that? <laughs> okay, what is it again? Ah? Uh, James P. White Zero. With ah uh, at the beginning. <laughs> okay, uh, I'm gonna punch you. <laughs> Alright. Go find that box of Lucky Charms. It's Lucky Charms! Oh, it's Peter's! Peter's Lucky Charms! Peter! Another moment with Dr. Locke. Breakfast. Eat breakfast, damn it. <laughs> I read another article, another study about how important it is. I think I think people are aware of for it. for your happiness, right? Yeah. It's actually for your mental health. I think what's happening, right, with what we've gone through over the last two years, all these studies are coming out about how to get people sort of grounded or, you know, taking better care of themselves because we do have a mental health issue right it's kind of been a byproduct of of the last two years well a lot of people skip breakfast now it's very popular to not eat breakfast like people actually like look down on you when you you're like i like breakfast and they're like mm, you should you should intermittent fast it fast right what is is there any proof that that works i think it works like i've seen results From in a- people in like a not eating from seven at night till noon the next day or whatever, but because your body's just burning. But stupid. I don't know if you're happy. <laughs> no, I don't think it's helping. But, but the thing is, though, is is when you do that, then when you eat, you're starving, and don't you eat more? Because I know when I've um, gone a long period of time it. without. You do it with whether you're willing to admit it. You intermittent fast. Because you get I have, up at 3 o'clock in the morning. I have breakfast. You pound a bagel or, you know, or a, or a hoagie, a, a hoagie yeah, or something. Uh, this morning it was lasagna. <laughs> at 3 in the morning. I love it. And then he doesn't touch food until the afternoon. Yeah, usually around noon or 1, depends on what time I get That's home. That's kind of... You're kind of in. Z doesn't touch anything. He won't touch anything in one, this room. One cup. I have one cup of coffee a day. That's like yep. his thing. Yep. No sweets. 
Yeah. So you kind of do it. It's but then when I have you know lunch, what? but then when I have lunch, that's my biggest meal, and then I have a light like, dinner. A light dinner, yeah, like a salad or a sandwich. Or so you're kind of intermittent fasting, and it hasn't really helped you there, Tubby. <laughs> okay, Dad bod. <laughs> All right, get breakfast in you. <laughs> yeah, I think. It, I mean, people just get hangry, I think, when they don't have it, too. Grant, when we first started on the morning show with us, wouldn't eat. And then I, I think because I eat, like, I started eating as soon as I walked through the door. <laughs> I think you started eating because I think I, I wore off on you a little bit. Maybe, yeah. Yeah. Now, Maybe. Grant has, like, he brings in a He whole... brings in a buffet. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's got, like, oh, a really. shake. And, I, have a, like... I usually have a smoothie, some sort of fruit, and then a bagel. So I like I have a mango and then like a bagel or uh, yeah, toast yeah. or something. It's healthy. It's yeah. good for you. And Jimmy just sits here on his chair. <laughs> he won't even get off his chair. He doesn't even drink water, so yeah. he doesn't have to get off his chair. Just sits and stews. <laughs> and now the locker room presents Star Wars news. Now your host for Star Wars news, James P. White. So they, it was just released that uh, the people who have created the uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi series cut a bunch of scenes out that they were going to use that had Darth Maul in it. So they're supposedly not going to have Darth Maul at all in the Obi-Wan series. That's too bad. Instead, they have the Inquisitors. Who's Darth Maul? Is he the one with the double-sided? The double-sided that we uh, presumed died in the Phantom Menace, but he just built robot legs for himself when Obi-Wan cut him in half. He actually, like, like those prequels kind of sucked. The Phantom Menace and everything, but Darth Maul was awesome. He was the one with the red face. Yeah, I see. He was a cool with the horns. Yeah. Yeah. And um, he killed... Who did he kill? He killed um, oh, he, the guy he from killed, Taken. Didn't he kill him? Liam Neeson, Qui-Gon Jinn. Yeah. Oh, and, and he also and also in the, so the Chinese Jedi. In the Clone Wars, he also killed uh, Obi-Wan's girlfriend. Um All right. She was the ruler of Mandalore. So this is important news that we got out. So instead of having in, instead of having Darth Maul, they have the Inquisitors. And the cool thing about have the Inquisitors that actually ties in the Inquisitors to the, sounds like a math club. To, to the upcoming Jedi Jimmy podcast because I am doing uh, the uh, form two of lightsaber combat, and the Grand Inquisitor is uh, a, a master of, at uh, yeah. the uh, form two. This is all very important cool. information this yeah. morning, and the uh, Jedi Jimmy podcast episode. Episode 11 comes out on Thursday. If you haven't heard, he's breaking down the seven forms of lightsaber battle. YouTube had to turn off the comments on his videos because it was just a bunch of perverts <laughs> whacking off. <laughs> Taking inappropriate comments. Have you figured out how to get the comments back on? Because we uh, yeah, I, I, had, I, had I had to make it so that they weren't... Uh, uh, because as soon as I made it, the kids could watch it, and then some of the comments were not appropriate for kids. So hopefully the comments will come back. You can go to the Locker Room YouTube page if you want to watch any of uh, Jedi Jimmy's podcast. Locker Room presents the Grant Report for JT's Bar and Grill, where good people come to enjoy the best food and drinks with other good people. Now, Grant Johnson. We live in such an odd, interesting time. I think 
you know, it's such a weird time. You can't really count out anything from happening. Like, this would have just been kind of laughed at 10 years ago. But now I might be more surprised if it doesn't happen. <laughs> Elon Musk has challenged Vladimir Putin to a fight. One-on-one, single combat, and the winner controls the fate of Ukraine. At some point in the near future, I'm going to be having friends over to watch the world's richest man battle the Russian president for control of another country. Shirtless. And I know what you're thinking, right? Who do I bet on? Well, here's the stats, I guess. Uh, Elon Musk is 19 years younger and is about six inches taller than Putin. But Putin is a former KGB-trained martial artist with a black belt in judo. It's also important to note that Putin not really afraid to fight dirty. It's a little-known fact that uh, for some reason a lot of Putin's rivals end up dying. Coincidence, I think. Possibly. Putin has a bear. He'll bring that to the fight. But Elon has a flamethrower, which could even that out. Mm -hmm. Think about it. At some point in the near future, we'll begin together chipping in to pay pay for the pay-per-view of Elon Musk fighting Putin with Joe Rogan commentating. (laughs) Strange, strange times. The Grant Report is brought to you by BOGO Tuesday at Edmonton Glory Hole Tours. Buy one tour, get one tour, half off, now with customizable holes to suit any height. (laughs) Book at Edmonton or Tabor, gloryholetours.com. Get lucky with The Locker Room. Hi, guys. Hi, Angela. How are you? I, I heard you were going to call me. I'm still here at the Gold Bar sign. Yeah, yeah. That's where we dropped it off. So you walked behind the sign? Yeah, I saw his footprints there, and I saw like a rectangle cereal box shape leaning up against the back of the sign. And I got out of my car twice because I'm like, no, maybe he threw it in the woods or something. He didn't do that, right? No, 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 no. He just, you just leaned it up behind the sign, right? Jimmy? Yeah, I just, yeah. I just, I didn't even lean it on. Like, I lay it on the ground right behind the sign. Yeah, you went to the right side of the sign where the orange yeah. ends, yeah. and there's a yeah. picture point sign. Um, there's a gold bar park trail renewal sign besides that. There's a stop sign right in front of me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you're right there. Huh. I wonder if a homeless person wandered back there and just just grabbed the cereal. Uh, Maybe it was a a rival leprechaun. Uh, Well, I wonder. Well, we're sorry, Angela. Somebody's just making people, you know, play longer, and and they're laughing somewhere eating cereal, watching. Yeah. Well, we're gonna we'll kill it. We'll end the contest right now uh, because that's exact. You're. And I trust you're not lying to us, obviously. Oh, I can turn video on if you want. I'm just walking no, around no, no, no. a little I... bit more here, looking through the woods to see. Was there a, another set of of, uh, of footprints leading up to... Well, that's a weird thing. I, I only saw Jimmy's footprints. I saw one. What the... Like, come along the Did side. Did it get buried so under the I've snow? Now I've walked there, right? So... Um, That's bizarre. Now I can't tell, but there there must have been another one, and I just couldn't tell. But there's one cute little toe footprint right where you can tell he reached to put the bag down. Yeah. Behind the side. Okay, well, um, 
Yeah, no, no, that's where we would have. And, yeah, it's it would have been obvious that... Uh, yeah, like, I don't see anything here in the woods behind it. Like, if somebody... I wonder if somebody saw us it. drop it off and then ran in there. Anyway, we got to let you go, Angela, but I, okay. I apologize. We'll let you know if somebody calls in immediately. Okay. okay? We'll text you. Okay, thanks okay. for this. Okay, bye. Bye. Yeah, that's exactly where it was this morning. We got a text. Somebody said they have it. Oh. They're, and they're driving. They can't phone. Yeah. Okay. So they're going to call in shortly with okay. the... Okay. With All the right. Well, yeah. Race. Call in. What are you doing? Yeah. 95.7 Cruise FM. I read this thing yesterday. It was about dealing with customers all day and, and how damaging that is to your your uh, to your psyche. <laughs> yeah. And that would be. It could lead to emotional burnout. Mm-hmm. You I don't think anyone would argue You that. didn't do a run in... Um, in uh, in restaurants or bars. No, but I worked in grocery stores my whole life. Yeah. Which is like that's just, just as bad. That's just as bad. Especially think, working but- downtown Vancouver when in the deli when people want to know every little ingredient in the cold cut ham they're getting, right? There's something about that industry, that, that uh, restaurant business. Yeah. It's hard on you. I remember... It's because people are jerks. <laughs> yes. Like, people are mean to wait yeah, staff. They are. Like my sister used to work at a restaurant, and she'd come home angry every day. It's like, hard, Like man. when you have a huge table. And, Isn't and your sister kind of an angry person? No, no. This, no, is, no, this, is, the, this is the non-angry person. Not, <laughs> not the crazy one, no. I would, like working in the deli, too, because that was essentially doing a serving job, yeah. right? And I would do things to get back at them, to drive them nuts, like... Always pronouncing quinoa wrong. <laughs> like, just things like that. that would, they'd have to correct you, right? So I started in the service industry when I was... My first job was, like, 13. I had a job at 12, and then I got a job that next summer when I was 13 in 1983. Mm-hmm. And then I worked right up until I was in radio. Yeah. Radio school. And I worked all the way through radio school. And I remember just, like... It couldn't end soon enough. I couldn't get a job in radio fast enough. To get out of the service to get industry. out of the service industry. And if you meet anybody who's spent any length of time, they, they generally have a substance abuse problem. Yeah. A lot of times. <laughs> no, like I've got huge I've got a lot of restaurant industry. I've got to be a jerk. I'm yeah. saying it to because uh, I feel bad for them. Like my friends in the movie group, uh, half of them are server, uh, were servers and they, they, yeah, and they all have to. And they like, all have drug drink. problems. <laughs> no, not as much drug, but <laughs> drinking. So anyway, we drink. We feel your pain. I, yeah. I oh, read yeah. this article and I was like, they need to be more aware of the emotional burnout in that business. And I think it's probably even worse with what we're going through yeah. now, right? Because well, people, people are to put on, their masks on. Yeah, and, people are on I, edge. I still maintain that the biggest like turnoff could be even just. As like a friend is if someone's mean to the wait staff. If you're out yeah, with like, somebody, I don't want to hang out with you. If you're going to treat people like that or hitting on them, it's just, yeah, that's it, that's stop. bad too. Stop! They're here doing their job. They don't need you flirting with them. No, no, <laughs> they're not going home with you. They are not going home with you. That drives me insane. Yeah, it makes everyone uncomfortable. You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross. Grant Johnson and James White, 95.7 Cruise FM. One of the worst bits we do 
on the old locker room is the celebrity death pool. Yeah, it's one of a, the most popular, though. It's a horrible bit. Mm-hmm. It really is. And we're aware of it, just so you know, as a listener. And the one that I felt bad, I won with Alex Trebek. Jimmy won with Gord Downey. That one was bad. Too. Yeah, you guys are. Yeah. Did I win with Gord or I had him and then you won with him? I was thinking about this yesterday. I only pick people we don't like. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> you, what's your list? What's uh, Grant's? Grant's list is of Bob Barker. He's a dick. Uh, <laughs> Jimmy Carter, Ted Kaczynski, <laughs> Unabomber, uh, Joe Exotic, exactly. Bob Newhart, I don't know, Angela Bob. Lansbury. <laughs> And Angela Angela Lansbury, you stole from me. She's a jerk. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Who have I got? Because I got the queen, right? You you have Tony Bennett, Ghislaine Maxwell, Norman Lear, uh, Queen Elizabeth, uh, uh, Loretta Lynn, Dick Van Dyke, which you stole from me. Okay. Dick Van Dyke keeps popping up in the news because he's married to a 50-year-old. Well, and he's dancing and (laughs) drinking and carrying on, and he's 90. He looks like he's going to keep giving her for a few more years. Yeah. So, anyway, I just want people to be aware that when somebody is, like, on their way out the door, right, Mm -hmm. and there's a good chance that we're going to get a winner, we don't feel good about it. No, no. Um, Mm -hmm. The Queen, I don't know. Unless it's the Unabomber. I'm not necessarily too tied to the Queen or care much about the royal family. But it'll be a sad day if I have to win with the queen. How many years has she ruled, right? She's been the queen. Like That's going to be the end of a massive... Didn't she start quite young? She's been 70 years, isn't it? Mm -hmm. 75? I think 75. She just got some, like, like I don't know. I think it was the Diamond Jubilee, which is, I think, 70 years. Silver plate or something, didn't they give her? Yeah, anyway. So she's not doing well right now. I guess well, she she's got COVID last month. She recovered from it, but yeah, she's starting to slow down. Yeah. And and they were she was supposed to do something. I think it was for yesterday for one of their big like. Uh, well, they've days. taken all of her promotional stuff for personal appearances. They they did that a couple of years ago. They pulled the pin on that, so she hasn't been doing much of of that at all. She does the odd thing, like she met JT because he, well, he's a. You know, he's the Prime Minister of Canada, so he he popped in and had a cup of tea with her. Um, but outside of that, she's not doing a lot of a lot of stuff no. right now. And they just removed the the dog walking thing. She doesn't walk her. I thought all her corgis died. Did she get some more? I don't know. They just. I read that she's too frail to walk the dogs, mm. so she must have replaced them. Hmm. Yeah, because it was a couple years ago. Her last corgi had died. Anyway. Um. Yeah, and she's not. She's living out at Windsor Palace now too. She doesn't live at uh, Buckingham anymore. They took her out of the. She of wanted the castle. to move out of Buckingham and move into Windsor. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll keep an eye on that. The wager is funny though. That's why you know what. There's That's always what a punishment. It, yeah. it makes it okay in my mind because if we do win with something, or, or you know, then the other two have to do something stupid, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so. If I win with the queen, I get to go to like a, a thrift shop and buy you guys used underwear and you have to wear it for a week. <laughs> I'm going to enjoy that. You guys into lace? Kind of. Actually. Uh. You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. I don't know if you're wired like this, Grant. 
Jimmy isn't. Um, <laughs> I know Jimmy isn't. But when somebody comes to my door looking for money, I'm immediately skeptical. Yeah. Like, you're buying booze with that, right? Mm-hmm. Like, that's my first thought. And we've had a number of things happen in the last couple of years, for me anyway, that have, I think, done an even more mis like a disservice to people trying to raise money for legitimate causes. Yeah. Like that we stuff is just awful. The we charity. Like, yeah. the, the fact that those two a holes aren't in jail is just it's it's an atrocity. Like I, like what a scam, right? Mm-hmm. Like and and that that just what they've done. They have no idea how much damage they've because I like I watched that whole thing play out and I'm just disgusted. And it, like I don't even want to give money to anybody anymore because I'm worried about the fact that because it might not be that. going to the right cause. And you have to be careful. There are so many scams out there right now, and with the with the. With the uh, with the Ukraine stuff happening right now, mm-hmm. there's people that are legitimately trying to scam off of people wanting to help out. It's oh, there's so many horrible human being. I hope they all get syphilis and anyway. All right, be careful. Okay, be careful. Make sure that you're giving to an organization that legitimately. Um, is trying to help out where the mm-hmm. funds are actually helping somebody. You got to be. There, there are a lot of scams out there, both at it's the door, at the door, and on the phone, like the telemarketers. And uh, we got one on our webpage right now. We got a not a, a scam. It's, it's not a scam. <laughs> it's Sorry, a, we got a scam on our webpage. <laughs> no, there's no scams on. Our no, 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 no. No, it's just it's a local thing. So if you yeah. know of an organization or a group that's doing something for Ukraine, um, you just go fill out a quick form and then it gets posted on our on our website tells you yeah so if you know of one going on there and then there's links for them like high stick vodka proceeds proceeds of sales of every bottle high stick vodka going to the canada ukraine foundation perfect example um just a bunch of different options there if you want to uh the i found one and there's okay listen there's a religious connection to it so i want to make sure i say that out loud so if that's a step too far for you i completely understand i would be in a very similar situation but i wanted to just to tell you about this group because i learned about them yesterday on that podcast that i do in the afternoons hungry for life the guy that started this organization was on talking to us and they are in a very unique position because they've been in Eastern Europe for a long time and they've been there trying to help out. Yeah. And um, they're sort of embedded in the country right now. They've got people that are in Ukraine and a lot of organizations right now, and it's not their fault, but a lot of organizations right now can't get into the country. They're on the borders and then they're sort of helping out the refugees, which is a much needed thing as well because there's 2.7 million the last time I heard mm-hmm. that have made their way out of Ukraine and you know into neighboring countries in Europe, right? Poland is just taking the brunt of it. So there's a lot of organizations that have hit the ground in Poland and Hungary and other countries that neighbor mm-hmm. the Ukraine and they're they're trying to help out the people that are trying to escape this war. Um, but this group, Hungry for Life, they have a infrastructure set up in the Ukraine right now. They've got these uh, what are they? Uh, he had a word for them. They got little vans, and they're they're able to buy stuff with the with the money that they've had, and they've had an influx of donations in the last little while, just based purely on the fact that uh, the word has been getting out. And they've done quite a few interviews with press right across, well, all over the world. But what's happening is they're able to get like get 
stuff, blankets, diapers, medicine, water, food, um, and and things right to these communities. Mm. And they're zipping around all over Ukraine just based on on the fact that they were there before this this um, right. They were set this up. occupation. Yeah. Right? So again, if you just type into Google "hungry for life," a lot of people I know are looking for a way to give back. And uh, this might be something that you might want to look into. There's a donate button right on the on the main page. It's hungryforlife.org. But if you just type in hungry for life, it'll pop up. So there you go. I just wanted yeah. to give you an idea on, on how you might be able to help out. It's hard to watch, right? Mm-hmm. And you just feel absolutely helpless. You want to do something, yeah. And if you want to, you know, throw a couple of bucks at it, um, you know what, to, you know, to help, that's, that's an option. You've been listening to The Locker Room Podcast. Somewhere a village is missing an idiot. Or three. Brought to you by Always Plumbing and Heating. Catch the show live weekday mornings on 95.7 Cruise FM.